some people go, what are we going to do about that? And I really don't think there's anything to do about it, Mike. It's, some, it's not a frightening or terrible thing. I think it's just going to keep going. Black people are doing well on their own, the ones who want to. They're surviving and forming organizations. And the ones who are not are going to continue to get incarcerated. There might be some police pressure on you. I don't, I'm not doubting any of that racist stuff that happens. But I'm saying that, you know, consider, if you consider yourself at war, then camouflage yourself from your enemy. Right. And they don't do that. They say the dumbest shit. I tell people that all the time. Like, when you say stuff on social media, like, y'all niggas be faking for social media. I'm the same person on social media as I am in real life. Do you know that that just flagged the police to watch you for real now? You know, anything that you might insinuate, they're going to take for real actuality. Mm -hmm. Reality. Because you just made the statement, everything I say on social media, I'm about. So when you act out of irrational thinking and say dumb shit, guess what? They just flagged you. And then you wonder why they know where you are and harass you and do things like that. Because they know you don't have any representation. They're watching you. Go on your poor, your bad credit. That means no one trusts you with their money or your own money at that. Right? Why should I treat you fairly if I'm a person that doesn't like you just based on your color of your skin? You have nothing that's protecting you. You have nothing that's hiding you. You need that. And in, in the urban community, some people get it, some people don't. The ones that don't, mostly go to jail. You know, they say shit like, oh, the cops are fucking with me. No, you haven't had it. You're 30. You're standing on the same corner that you've been standing on since you was 13. They're not fucking with you. They're dictating your life. They've seen this before. <laughs> You're not an anomaly. You're doing the same shit the last guy was doing that was standing on this corner 13 years ago when he was 30. You know what I mean? Like, and they don't see that. They don't see the, the connection with that. Which I, I only got because my my dad was very good at every weekend we would go somewhere and we would run into somebody he knew, right? You know, you know we hang out with him and they would reminisce intentionally. I'm talking about for five, six, seven fucking hours. They talk about the 80s and the 70s. And then when you were in high school and you broke the backboard and you did this and you did that and you had all the girls. And then we would leave. And when we would leave, most of the time, that person, would, said person would always ask my dad for money or something or something, whatever. And when we would leave, my pops would say, have you seen that? You seen how he had all the accolades and all this and all that and all this that we was just talking about? And you seen three, four, five people walk past us and stamp it without us even having to say anything. Pre preface it or anything. They stamp it and look at him now. Bro, can't support him on his own. He's 45 years old living with his mother. His mother's going to die soon. Who knows where the fuck he's going to go? He can't do it. He didn't have a plan. He didn't understand the way the world works. He looked at the world as a victim instead of looking at the world as an opportunity. You know what I mean? And I learned that. And then as I got older, I would think my dad was kind of mean. But as I got older, I started to see that in people that I knew. I'm like, what the fuck are you complaining about? You bitch and moan and spend your money on bullshit. You can't tell me that you can't find a job. And that you can't do this and you can't do that and they ain't trying to pay you and they ain't trying to do this for you. But then you spend your money on, I see you with new sneakers and new clothes and you spend your money on weed and perks and going to the club and buying liquor at the liquor store every day. You get a nip, a black, or in a, in a Dutch or entourage, blunt or whatever, every day. Every day. That adds up. You hear what I'm saying? It's like the universe is kind of almost telling you, like, why give you a job? You fucking around and kill yourself. It's better you be poor, because you're only going to drink a nip. You get a job, you're going to start drinking half pints. 
You know what I mean? Like, and sometimes they don't see it like that. It's like not saying that you don't deserve to get an opportunity, but you're not putting yourself in opportunities way. You know what I mean? Who wants to hire an alcoholic who can't manage the money? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you start really watching it and looking at it, that's what the fuck you are. Now I know why you do it, right? Stress and different things. But you better find a better way to do that. Because at the rate you're going, it's not going to get any better for you. That circles back into it's easier to believe in God or Allah and say Hamdulillah and Salam Lakum and you don't oh, speak Arabic, God. but you say these Arabic words and don't know really what the fuck they mean. And you read it in Arabic and you don't know what the fuck they're saying. But you say these things so that you hope for a better day. You, you know, know some of what saved me was uh, well, on the Black American my side. You know, my my father being a Marine, being decorated, following uh, Grandpa and. Even though, you know, my dad told me that they had an outhouse. They used to, like, real, be, like, real, like, southern poor at uh, one time. Um, and I, that affected him where he decided not to go that way. But basically, a lot of people in the family went that way. We have a lot of family members that, um, we have a lot that are doing well. We also have a lot that are in that strata of American society, particularly African-American society. And then on the flip side of that, you know, my mom being Cuban, Cubans have their own history where you know, Cuba is different. Even, even for people that are like black African Cubans, it is different. Their mentality, where they go, who they marry, how they live, totally different. Uh, so that, in that regard, I was uh, saved from that. But I also was near that in neighborhoods. And I can also see the value of that in survival initially, where it can help you. A lot of people actually might get to like 50000 in a year on their little, their little drug game, a little hustle. Not selling crazy drugs, you know, maybe just weed and just kind of being on point through weed. And there's no ability, so there's not even higher level capabilities, like they don't even know how to wash money. Right. They don't know how to work with other people who are willing to work with you right. to help you do certain things because you're still part of the economy. Exactly. You don't have to go to school for that part, but what you do need to do is, is be an American and look. Because even if you don't like the other group, well then your group that was here was doing some shit to stay here and survive here right. that you're forgetting about. That you're forgetting, exactly. There's, a, there's exactly. a capability here. So a lot of this rise of this hip-hop culture and it branching out into, uh, into movie production, um, immediately going into melding itself into art, opening up art galleries, um, creating shows and content, and then uh, organizations around that starting getting involved in venture capital of what we're seeing. They've actually, this is the same hustle from Harlem. This is the, num this is the future numbers game. But you don't have to be part of the crime. There's so much capital now. And then everyone's been growing up listening to hip-hop and black culture that a lot of people do want to see you win, mm -hmm. but you're going to win only in this ma manner that was created for you in your country because right. you are an American. Right, exactly. You, you are going to follow these rules that you wanted to be under. Right. You wanted to be here. Right. And even when you go, I didn't want to be here, no, there was a whole go back to Africa movement. United States Senate was funding going back to Africa. The country was Liberia. People, uh, black intellectuals, yes, black intellectuals of the day. Everybody was involved with that. And you know what? Eventually it was just saying, you know, first of all, these are Americans. You fought in the war. You're going to keep fighting in wars. Your name is now the same. You really can't go back. Yeah. It's actually, they decided it's not going to be good for you. Right. It wasn't just black people really not wanting to go back. That's why people finally go, you know, I'm not going to fund this shit because right. it's not going to work for you. Exactly. As we think about it, it's like, they don't speak any other languages there. Their diet is different. They don't have any. They don't have any way to go. A lot of black people don't want to leave. Right. So and remember we talked about that right. after free after slavery was over. You didn't run off the plantation. A lot of them. You're like, you know, it's just the legal situation changed. We're right. like, all right, well, now I'm free. 
But you still work for this man for the next 30 years, and your slanty years, you, you had a house in the back on his land, and he had a house in the front. And he, didn't, he just didn't fuck with you. And you worked there, you worked in land, and if y'all fucked up, y'all were fired, and you had to get out that house, and you know what I mean? Find another house to live in. So in a way, I guess your situation kind of is even worse because you could get cast out into the nothingness right. in your country. In your country. You have no connection, bond, protection, or anything like that. And that happened. That Unless you went west and you were good, like you were a soldier. Yeah. You actually probably had to have been a black soldier, soldier yeah. to have the ability to have survived at that time. Now, the military has been the way out for black people for a long time. You know what I mean? It's the most. It's the most. Com- it's the most communist organization right. in America. They give you free room board. They break down your barriers. They make you one. They try to take care of you, train you, teach you, and, and turn just, you to something. It's just the best man is the best man. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's been a place where mainly, mostly a lot of black family, you like mine. You my my I mean? family, very much so. Like my father's prestige and him being able to build his life and get further experiences, I directly attribute to the United States Marine Corps. Yeah. I've had a lot of that. I've had a lot of people just do that. They've been able to know, like, okay, the, the U.S. military is something that has always been something that I could fall back on. The whole hood does that. The good people in the hood, they do that. They go, you know, I'm not just going to the military, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have a baby by shorty. He ain't really mean to have a baby by, but he don't want to do it dirty. He be like, I ain't got nothing really solid and set up. I might just go to the military. You know what I'm saying? Because at least if I go to the military, she, I got a pension. If I die, they going to get this, that, this, that, that. Yep. If I go hard in the military, then fuck it. You know what I mean? My forts and everything like that is going to be solid. It's going to be... You know what I mean? They're gonna be able to move in on on a floor on a base and live rent free and yeah. you know what I mean? And I know dudes that have set it up through the military. You know what I mean? And I think that's one part that gets lost in the American culture about black people is like they don't necessarily talk about how they when they go, Oh, I oh I don't give a fuck about America and that it's like but the military has supported us. A lot of your family in your family. Shit, the little that the little bit that you might have you probably got from somebody in your family that was part of the government, whether they served or whether they worked for the post office. You know what I mean? Like something of that nature. That's how y'all got what y'all got. You know what I mean? And that's the part that sometimes I like to tell black people in the ghetto when they have this anti-American look on life. You know what I mean? And for in their country, it's like, where you going to go that ain't corrupt? Where you going to go that they don't treat the way they... That, that, Treat people fairly. You think, like, you think Jamaicans want your ass? Right. You Straight know up. I mean? like, go, go, go to go Haiti. To Jamaica, right. Go to Haiti. Go to go. Jamaica. Ask them how the, how the government works. They'll be like, fuck them niggas. They fucking us up. Like, it's, it's universal. You know what I mean? But you, when you only study it, when you only study in America and your, your study in America is limited to what you learned in school because after school you cut it off and you don't have the resources to keep learning, it limits your opportunities, boy. You know what I mean? Your whole outlook and how you see. That's why a lot of the times the, the inner city stays poor. It's not necessarily because motherfuckers are stupid or they don't want to work or they don't want to do something. It's literally just because they don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just don't know. They And and by the time they find out, they're so, they're, they're older. And then they're doing it as an older person. So now the youth doesn't get attributed to that. Right. right. He's 35 when he figured it out. But now he's figured it out. Now he's a fireman or he's this or he's that. And now, you know, by the time he figures out finance, he's 50, right? So now he knows his home is this and he could do this inside of the home and, you know, get that and get this. And my home is not an investment really, but it's something that I could use to get investments, right? But he doesn't figure that out then now until he's 60, right? And then by the time he figures it out, you know, the back end of his life is going to be sweet. 
But now everybody that's coming through that line, don't they don't know. And it's going to take until they're 60 to figure it out. And most of the time, by the time he figures it out and builds it all up, the people he's going to leave it to is going to fuck it up. Yeah. And they're going to start all over again. You know what I mean? And that's just the cycle that we've had. It's being late to the party. You know, granted, you know, they didn't allow us to get school and education in certain places. And then when we did get education, we didn't champion it. Right. We, we chose to just look at it like, ah, whatever, you just that. You it, will be, I mean? it becomes hard. Okay, so there's another way to talk about this. So I like to use the example of how these white men put themselves together. They were all fighting. They never could agree with each other. So it's good right. to watch their story. Yeah. To, to just think that they all just said, oh, we're going to go to fucking college and listen to you. And yeah. we'll do this. Mm-hmm. They were fighting. And they were fighting in schools. Their concepts, the political systems. So think about that as a person who gets educated as a black American. How do you go find black intellectuals that that truly are about some black people shit? Truly, like in a very educated manner, like like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do something here. Like no Tyson DeGrasse, I think he's one of those type of people. But I know that he gets he he gets tired of talking. To I I know that that I know it ends so quick in his head, and he's trying to be intelligent and probably have love for his people, and he's like, "You fucking idiots!" Yeah, you know what I mean. Or uh, Eric Dyson is his name. The other black intellectual, he's like a hip hop intellectual. Okay. And his whole thing is he doesn't get the hip hop credit or the credit he feels he deserves in the black community, and he's like, "Motherfucker, I was the first hip hop intellectual." You know what I mean? All this shit y'all talk about, I was, I, I taught at Harvard. I taught at Yale. I taught at MIT. You know what I mean? I taught at UPenn. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I taught there. They paid me to come speak my motherfucking mind. And for you in the black community or black hip-hop community to try to dismiss my opinion right. says a lot about you. You're right. And that's, that's another thing about an established mentality amongst the group moral culture so that was part of the important thing about watching the industrialization in britain because what it very much came down to there is no concept of white man you have to think about that we're talking about britain versus france France, versus so what was the difference between the way that they're thinking and one of the differences was that they were willing to let people come up with crazy ideas and not belittle them right for coming up because the ideas before like some some of the first bladders to, to figure out how air was working they wanted to use animal bladders connected to another machine use their mouth to test it out yeah. measure things you had they were crazy concepts yeah yeah like sure. you basically like some of this shit if we were sitting around the table we go through their notebooks and they were sitting in front of us and be like you're fucking insane you're a nut yeah. you're actually you're actually insane i should yeah. put you away but, yeah but you needed that to, in order to get to where we are exactly now. and that is something that gets stifled that's actually why like, I do like some of the new rappers like Zillakami and people coming out like that mm-hmm. because they're breaking that, that mold that you have to be a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like He has punk rock. He does listen to Depeche Mode. He listens. He has these anime patches and he's mixing all these things together in his own form of his type of hip hop. He's still Brooklyn. You're still going to get the strap. Yeah. They, them boys is down there wilding. Yeah, for sure. So they have changed that mentality and absorbed something, even though it's a lot easier for New Yorkers versus a black person that's from Texas. Right. Or a black right. person that's from California. California right, yeah. You know, it's not easy for them to absorb that. They've not necessarily had a good experience out there. Right. The that's black true. American experience in the New York City area is probably one of the best, best experiences one. in yeah. their history. Easy. Because they made a lot of money, a lot yeah. of power, and you got exposed to a lot of people. Yeah. That's, that's, I think, and I think that's why. Even in, in, a, in a... Well, that's still the largest black city in America. America yeah. yeah. It's still New York City has the most black yeah. Americans of any city Even in the United in, States. Like, especially on, on our coast, you know, in this coast, in the northeast coast, up in this area, excluding Philadelphia, because that's a different... Yeah, it's a whole different state. culture. PA right. is a different mind state. They have a different mind state. 
we up here tend to not be as we, we're more accepting of things. Like, right. You hear white boys up here saying nigga. Yeah. Ain't no big thing. We assume that a nigga can fight. Right. And we just, when I hear it, you first thing you do, you look at him and you check his resume. So you looking at him and then if the resume checks out, you're like, oh, nah, he with the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, then it's no thing. Where in other states, that's, they don't have that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They hear white boys say nigga. They not. They like, what? Because their white boy is different. Right. You know what I mean? Up here, we really run this shit. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like everything you. That's what my buddy said when he came from California. He's from Orange County. Right. Orange County raises shit, a lot of money down there. So if anybody ends up being from California, listening to this, we know all about your bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he comes over here to New York. He's like, "Yo, there are a lot of black police officers," and I'm just looking at him like, "Yeah, what? What, what do you? Did you know there's black people work in the city government too? Yeah, there used to be a black mayor. Used to be. Yeah, used to be. Black. Was yeah, bum yeah. ass. But he, he sucks too. That, yeah. They don't see that. They don't. A lot of the times, it's hard. It's like what I'm noticing with our generation of people is that they are emotion based people. Yeah, you can't have your opinion. You hate me. Right. That's hate me. Right. Or they say dumb shit. You know what I mean? Or they use dumb shit. Like they have social media and they make it private. And why have social? Media? Why have social media? Get the fuck off it. Like just how about you get off? So they tell everybody else to get off your shit. You get off. You get off. Because you seem to have the problem. You're like, if I don't know you, then why don't follow me and don't do this? And, oh, I don't do this for likes. And I don't... And it's like, so then why are you on social media? That makes no sense. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck are you here for? That's what social media was created for. For people who don't know each other with like concepts or different concepts. To interact with each other. So that you can get an idea of what someone else thinks. But what it turned into is a group of people that all think alike all together. Just yeah, yeah, and it's getting worse, and now they're making themselves little wall gardens. Right. And then it's, no one's able to spread any of their ideas. Right. And so then you think what you're saying is true and real. And you're like, that's not necessarily the case. It's like a lot of the times most most people only learn from differences. From people other than themselves, giving them the reality fucking check or the culture shock that what you think and how you live doesn't necessarily mean it's the only way to live. There are other people that do it the other ways. You know what I mean? And that is, I think, the most important part of where social media got lost is that I love it because I like when pe- people who fake live on social media, great. It's great. I don't see anything wrong with that. This yeah. is the life that he's projecting because this is the life that he ultimately wants. And it's a type of training. Right. Humans do that as children. It's important to role play. Yeah. Um, adults role play. Yeah, all the time. You role play when you go to your job. As a matter of fact, people seem to care about the opinions of certain role players, yeah. actors, yeah. than exactly. they do of people who are academics or are doing anything in the world. Exactly. That's very true. Leonardo, why do I care that Leonardo DiCaprio went and addressed the UN? People work at the UN every fucking day trying to address these issues. You do know that they were all sitting there like, okay, who? They're like, who, who? what? Oh, the guy from Titanic. Titanic, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What is he talking about? You know what I mean? Like, that's all it becomes. Clooney. Yeah. But they like role-playing. What people don't like is that you get to fake it and I can't. I don't know anybody with a, with a Rolls Royce that I can sit in front of. So I'm going to make... Yeah, that ain't his Rolls Royce. Because you don't know anybody that you can do that with. Right? You don't know anybody with a mansion that you can fake for. Right? Don't even have the intelligence to take a hundred bucks and go rent one for the day. Right. What is it? A hundred? Two hundred? Yeah, it's like, I think they do, they do it in a private jet one for like $75. Dude. But it's like, it's not about... I don't care that the person does it for fake. 
If you've ever done it for real, you know. It's like, all right, whatever. It doesn't matter. You know the difference between real and fake. I know when it's real, when it's fake. Shit, when you're standing outside of it, it's fake. When you're sitting in it, it's not moving, it's fake. I'm following people that are billionaires with like 200 followers on their open page. Yeah. I know that they're billionaires and what they do. No one else does. No one else does. And, And guess what? The reason why they don't is because they follow the wrong money drip. You know what I mean? People like the glitz and glamour that's the broke boy. You know what I mean? Like, like real shit. They like the broke boy. They don't want to say it, but they do because the power scares them. People with real money and real juice scares them. And they, like, they're boss, right? Hmm? They'll talk shit to the manager, but they like, I'm like, have you ever met your CEO? No, I've never met him. Yeah, you see their whole face. You ever ever sent him an email? Hey, I work for you, cuz. Hang out. Like, let's... You know, I work at your branch over in Jersey. I work at your branch in New York. Hey, I got some good ideas. Maybe we can help you. I've been working for you for the last 10 years. Oh, no, that's the big boss. People used to be in, think I was insane when I go reach out to the bosses right. directly. And then they respond to me back normally because they're normal human beings. Right. They love talking to you. But you hear them say, they hear, like I just said, you hear the motherfucker say, big boss. You know what the big boss said? Mm-hmm. Big boss. What? Shut the fuck up. That sounds so, when I hear people say big boss, it's like, oh, my God, I don't want to say it, but it's like you're a peasant. Yeah, no, that's what I think. You're a fucking peasant. And that's not about looking down on people. It's no. about recognizing that those roles really existed. Right. I used to, when I was younger, just five, ten years ago, I would look down at these situations and be like, why are they judging these people at this yeah. screen? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm, I'm getting older now. And then it's not just getting older. It's getting older, having been able to complete some things in my life, and now I'm one of the adults that's adulting, yeah. as, as people like to have that's said. That's the most important part. Adulting. So other adults are kind of like, oh, man, you're adulting? Right. How do I adult like that? And you start asking them questions, and you're like, Yo, you're like one of my kids. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I am. So could you help me adult? Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happens. I needed you to help me run the world. They're like, ah, I'm not going to get it. They started they're like, oh, you wanted to smoke later or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to forget about this conversation we just had. Uh, other person in my generation. Yeah. You do know the ones who keep everything running are going to die. That, right. Pretty soon. Right. We're going to yeah. still be young in our head. Like, we're still, we're going to be like 43, 53 with the same, we're not going to be the same people, but we're going to be like, oh, I'm still alive. Right. And for the most part, I got the same functionality. Yeah, same functionality. And I'm kind of like, oh, shit. Well, what happened to the old? Oh, no, he's dead, Steve, the old engineer? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's exactly what it's going to be. Oh, shit. Who do we hire to get this done? And you're staring at all your generation. Right. And they're like, ah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, they're here. I'm concerned. Robots. I'm concerned. And that's why the rise of robots will happen. Yeah. Because it's like, I, already, I see. My, like, people who think like us, bringing, issuing in the era of the apocalypse, simply because without it, there will be no apocalypse, the world will be over, right? No one will be able to take the jobs that they need, so we're going to have to create robots to put in the crucial, for the crucial jobs to keep the civilization going. So now as this artificial intelligence then starts to develop and go, oh, we're the reason why they're, they're still fucking functioning? You never know where it can go from there, you know what I mean? Granted, you know, if you want to go movie... Yeah, it takes over everything and says, fuck you. You know what I mean? In reality, what I think is going to happen is it's not going to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's going to know that it's, it's most important. It's going to keep functioning. Right now, the AI that's going to affect people are the algorithms that are handling their court cases as the course yeah. loads are yeah. increasing. That's where AI is right. getting applied to law. Right. And that's, that's a good, bad thing to me. It's already being applied to policing. Yes. So it's already telling cops to go to this location because right. typically people have been fucking around this location. Right. And you know what? Here's my issue with the conversations going on in tech, academia, and they're talking about bias, all right? I understand you're having a conversation with bias, but let me ask you something. If the cops go to the damn area and the algorithm is right and the people are still there doing the shit, what is, 
right. what is the issue with the, the algorithm? Right. Exactly. They need to stop. Right. It's not that. I don't want to hear about no complex social motherfucking issues. Right. Stop. Go to community college. Right. Go do it. That's very true because the algorithm is going to tell the truth. It's like game film. It's not going to lie. It's going to tell you the truth. Hey, a lot of shit happens over here in this part of Elizabeth around this time during this day. Mainly with these people. Right? Now, yeah, you could add any other connected dots to it, right? This happens and that happens. Right. And this happens and that happens. That force this issue. We could talk about generational problems. Yes, yes. Right. At the end of the day, it's going to come down to just... This core piece. And this core piece is not controlled by the connected dots like other issues are. Right. This, this focus piece is controlled by the human beings who are making the decision to do that. Right? That kid shooting that kid had nothing to do with the economic inequality that right. happened in the 80s and 90s. Right. Or, you know what I mean? We can, we can do some causation, write a right. nice little paper around it, but let's, let's just take it down to it. Right. He made the decision to do that. We can even say, hey, you listen to music. Right. We can start even taking one a little closer. It, right. If maybe, we wanted to do that. Maybe, maybe your parents ain't around. Right. We could do all of that. But nevertheless, Less. you still made the decision. decision. As, a, as a functioning person, you knew that was wrong. You're not stupid. And you have all the information that every other generation before you didn't have. And they knew. Five-year-old children know that a gunshot can result in death to another person. Right. So at five, as little exactly. as five. They see one example, they'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. That happens when this happens. That's right. Exactly. So it's like. Now, they may not understand the person had a family job or right. the blah, 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 right. blah. But, but they, they know, know. The, this is what happens. Right. So at 14, 15, 16, you know that. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean, again, that you're a bad kid or that you're a bad anything. You made a bad decision. But. The algorithm is put in to prevent the bad decision, right. not to punish you for it. And I think that's where they're getting lost. People are getting lost with AI and policing. They think that it's meant to for the after effect. It's like, no, it's easy to find you after. They don't need an AI to know who shot Bobby. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're trying to put the AI in so the cop will ride by before they make the decision to shoot Bobby. And they say, we can't shoot Bobby now because the cops are rolling around. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, Predictive policing. Exactly. You know what I mean? So... That's the part where I think that it's getting lost into the inner city. But again, it's because the inner city doesn't get the opportunity to get exposed to information and technology like everywhere else does. And the inner city is growing. See, that's, that's another thing. And the, and the inner city is not, it used to be like I have a black connotation, but the inner city is full of other groups. Right, and that's why I didn't They're actually that. pushing blacks out. If you talk to a lot of people from their hoods in various parts of the country, they'll be like, there's other races here now. Yeah. It is like Syrians, yeah. Indians, yeah. Yeah. Chinese, Burmese, motherfuckers yeah. popping up, Mexicans, yeah. Hondurans. And that's exactly right. And, and it's, becoming, it's, it's becoming a cultural mixing pot. You know what I mean? And you get, you're getting black people learning that other people are just like them. And other people are learning that they're just like black people. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, yeah, I got a cousin like that. I got an uncle like that. I got a nephew like that. You know what I mean? Just, you're so closely connected. The only bad, not, I don't want to say bad thing, but the only thing that it has not trickled down yet is the technology iPhones have, but the technology without... A mindset right. about what it's for and how you're supposed to right. use it. You need a little guidance, you know what I mean? Like, without the guidance, you don't know what you're looking for. It's just like, I forgot who it was, but they were asking me, like, what TV shows do you watch? And I'm like, Suits, House of Lies, and they're like, you don't watch Power? They're like, yeah, but I don't have to watch Power from the beginning, it's predictive. It's just hood stories. I have not watched one episode of Power yet. Right. It's but it's it's you can watch it from season three and know. Yeah, exactly I, I figure it's gonna be a simple story. Look, it's simple. very simple, very simple. You know what I mean? Like 
It's, it's I figured it was just. I think it was really just a support for somebody from the hood. Everybody's right. watching power. That's really you know, what it is. Supporting fifty. Right. You know what I mean. And the people that acted it are really good. Right. So nice. It's just like, but I know the storyline. The storyline is very simple. I watch Suits and I watch House of Lies because that storyline to me is a little bit more complex. Yeah, that you know was difficult mean? for me to watch a black guy deal with. I love House of Lies because it doesn't shy away. From any of the things that you're potentially going to see in corporate America, right. when white people do have more money, when more power than you, right. they openly look down on you right. and say it right to your fucking face. Yep. And and what I like about these things and why it's complex for me, why I love it is because the typical "then I just go shoot him" can't happen. Yeah. That's out of the book, right? Love then I just go beat him up can't happen. It doesn't happen. So when it does happen, it's like, oh, he broke all the rules to do that shit. It would happen to heat it, be like. Where empowered, this is natural. Your niggas is drug dealers. Right. You dumb, he dumb. Both of you are gonna lose. You sell drugs. There is no end game win to this. You're all gonna die. So violence is meant. It's like WWF. Jump off the top rope and hit this nigga with an elbow. Exactly. Like, you, know, you know what I mean? But if you see that in a chess match, you're like, oh, oh shit. shit. This was a chess match, man. Right. What, what, what the that, hell where that come from? That, you know what I mean? He really was cheating. You know what I mean? Like, so that's how, that's why. I yeah, so, that, so that's, that's, a good, that's a good example because now we could talk about the following of House of Lies and the black American community versus power. Yeah. Now, y'all all fuck with Don Cheadle. But right. how come y'all don't fuck with that? Because you cannot feel that. Right. You don't like. You don't. Right. You can't. You can't put yourself you, you, there. You can't watch feel it, it. And it's a foreign substance to you. Yeah. It's, it's like I've had black people go suit to the. Oh, oh no, I'm trying anything. I'm trying now, and I put it on, and they're just like, I'm laughing at certain points, and they're just like. That's supposed to be feeling. But because they, you can't feel it because you don't put yourself in these positions, right? You don't want to be a corporate. You think you look at crime. I ain't trying to be no corporate. Right, like they said. Oh, yeah, I hear that shit. constantly, and stupid? I'm like, dude, that's the power. That's where it was That's how they got the slaves. Right. It's just like, how you? So you thought? You, oh, you thought it was just white men just coming by themselves? Right. Like, like, like oh, no. I'm just gonna steal Negroes. Right. And, <laughs> like, no. no, it was a corporation, dude. They exactly. were like, all right, dude, you better bring back 500. Yeah. Or you're fired. Or you're fired. And yeah. you're gonna we're gonna toss you into poverty. Yeah. Matter of fact, you might as well just stay over there. Yeah. Until you're fired, right. <laughs> I'll come back. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. So when they hear about when you see people who deny the corporate understanding. Because they look at it again as versus white man, or they don't. You know, when you're watching these reality, well, not reality, but these these shows, and the shows that I guess you like or I like or other people like that don't necessarily connect with just the inner, not all inner city people. Because right. I know inner city. People I know that yeah, people from the hood. You know what I mean? That, that definitely watch it, right? But though, but their mind state is even different. Yeah, they're not only considered. They just were born. They just somehow landed in the hood. Circumstance by circumstance. Ten years from now, you probably wouldn't live there. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like. But for the ones that do have, who have been in that revolving door, they tend to not get it because they can't connect with it, right? You got these dudes got on fly ass suits, and different shit, and you know what I mean? Like in, in suits, one time they're walking down the street, and he goes, "Oh, don't, what is that? Don't touch that." He's like, "It's my bike." He's like, "You ride that bike?" <laughs> and I thought I told you to get new suits. He's like, "I did." He was like, "Oh, how much did you spend?" He was like, five hundred. He was like, "For how many suits?" You know what I mean? And the guy was like, five. He was just like, "What the fuck?" Like. He doesn't understand that, you know what I mean? But to me, that's that's fucking hilarious, you know what I mean? Because I understand what he's saying. But to other people, they're like, I don't get why that's funny. What is it? It's funny to be poor? And it's like, no, he's not saying that. He's saying that being a lawyer and being a corporate lawyer at that, you have to represent something. You represent something bigger than yourself, you know what I mean? And we thought you were taking that poor person's bike. Like, don't do that. Why would you do that? It's my bike. I forgot you're poor. Did you buy the new suits? Yeah. How many did you buy? Five. How much does it cost? Five hundred. Oh my god. Whatever. We gotta train you up. Give this guy some more money, please, will you? Cause this happened to me. 
you know, when I first started getting into corporate America and kind of even just professional, like in the music industry and different things like that, I don't deal with the hood. I don't deal with the artists and motherfuckers and kids. I could care less about dealing with the artists or whatever. They're artists. You know what I mean? They're going to be who the fuck they're going to be. They're, they're cheap. But when you're dealing with the executives, yeah. you know what I mean? And they're like, Mike, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I like that you're dressed up, but I mean, come on, man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, what? They're like, you know, that shirt, man, it's like, it's a cheap shirt, bro. You know what I mean? Like, come on, like, you gotta, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be the part, you gotta dress the part. And I'm thinking, I'm dressed up, I'll dress the part. And it's like, no, there's certain quality material yeah, you tell. that you have to wear, right? Yeah. And it's like, you, you know, you get people who get angry at that, oh, I should be able to wear what I want. You can, right? You can wear whatever you want. But if you want to play the game professionally and make money, this is what you got to do. Just like sports, right? Yeah, you can go on a football field in fucking sweatpants and a hoodie. But if you want to play football professionally, you need a helmet, you need shoulder pads, you need knee pads, you need thigh pads, and you need pants, cleats. You know what I mean? That's part of doing it professionally. Everything has a dress code that you that, that if you want to get paid professionally by it, it has a dress code. It has something you have to abide by. Yeah, it's your whether, gang colors. Right. Your gang colors, whether it's whatever it is, whether it's enforced or it's loosely. Yeah, you're you know, a firefighter. Right. You're you a could, cop. Right. You could go in shorts and a t-shirt, but you, if you want to get paid to be a real cop, you want to have to put a badge on, a vest, a uniform. And that's why the military grinds you down because you're part of this gang now, bro. Right. You don't exactly. even exist no more, bro. Exactly. And that's the problem with America where we have all of this like excess want and privilege, this just assume privilege without putting in any work. Right. You want all this shit. You want the government to give you all this shit. All right, well get a part of the government. Go to war if you can't fucking do politics. Be a soldier. Help the government. Because you want the government to help you. Or go fill out all this annoying ass paperwork, start a corporation, pay the stupid fucking tax. You know right, but you this is so annoying for us. Right. Oh my God. So what is like you don't want to do that. Quick segue on the podcast multiple businesses we're running them it's putting your money where your mouth is putting our values in our country our futures in our communities which is all communities when we say our community i think that's very short-sighted for you to just go the black community or the hispanic community i hate that shit because hispanics come in all types of colors and i am so tired of y'all not dealing with your personal issues i guess ours yeah Actually, we don't have an issue. We've just, we're like, all right, well, we're just going to be American. And we have a Spanish background, but. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, there's so many issues within that whole diaspora. Um, aside from that, though, it's very difficult to run a business in America because of the rule of law. It's very expensive, lots of taxes. But, you know, it's really not that expensive. They're just annoying expenses. It's like 175 here. This for that. Make sure you fill out this and pay us this fee. Yeah. If you don't do it, it's fucking ass. Then you're going to get fined by this. But you do get a lot of protection. There's a lot of things all of a sudden that you are able to do, like not pay taxes when you buy an item because you're going to go resell that item, so on and so forth, get types of insurance, uh, get access to lines of credit. Basically, the country's like, oh, yes, we got a new one. Somebody's now entered the game. Player 12,000th is now in the game. Yeah, right. Thank you for playing. Like the movie, Ready Player Two. So this is... This is one of the fundamental things. It's kind of like when JFK said, uh, you know, it's not what your country can do for you. It's what you can do for your country. Right. And a lot of people might go, fuck America. You right. live here, dog. The electricity works. Right. The water runs. Everything was happening. Somebody that feels the same way you do, that's like, fuck America, they still go to their job taking the trash out yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Or cleaning some shit up. They, they go, fuck America, and then go help America. Yeah. 
that's the ironic part about that for people who and again it comes from a generation of people who feel totally entitled that fuck America shit was not my 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 father's generation or my grandfather's and they were still dealing with white people doing worse shit that they were doing now right and I didn't hear my dad and then these guys like fuck America and fuck these people they would just tell you stories about messed up things that happened and let you decide how you feel about Even that? Even here we go, America is a place for this, this, and this, but it has been raping and pillaging and killing people, and it needs to make right, because they understood the concept of America. Mm-hmm. So they were like, granted, some injustices have happened, but you can make this right if you just be honest with it. Right. You know what I mean? And that was all it ever was. It was a lot of times when people started saying that in our generation of people, it, it was like, well... Look at a lot of what you're saying. Fuck for is self-inflicted. You didn't get an education. Now you can't find a meaningless job because meaningless jobs are going out the window. So now you say fuck America. And let us be clear when we say you know, education. We even mean you just educating yourself using the tools that America made to you. And when I say educate yourself, just go get the damn book for cheap from the school for the subject that you was interested in that you don't want to pay the whole tuition for. Just learn the subject and then just talk to a human and be like, listen. I didn't go to school for this, but I really liked it, right. and I can prove to you that I've been studying this shit. Help me out here. And that's one of the dopest parts of America. Yeah. A lot of people even involved in the moon landing didn't have college degrees. Right. Yeah. A lot of people don't even know that. That's one thing that we should make you know, promise. But that's true. Apprenticeship. To be yeah. near someone and learn. Right. That's, what construct, that's why the construction field booms. Because you could just be interested in it. Build some shit, like building shit, and go to a carpenter. You meet a guy, he's a carpenter. You're a carpenter. Oh yeah, man. I like. I want to. I want to get into that. You know, I, I, my my father's deck. I built it. Yeah, yeah. Well, take some pictures of it and send it to me. And he looks and he goes, Yeah, you're shitty. But, but goddamn, you did it. All right. And he brings you under as an apprentice, and you get paid. Right. And every year you stay as an apprentice, your pay goes up, and then eventually you get into the union. And before you know it, you now you're a shitty union guy. And we said so we're gonna we're gonna do the tools. We want we want these tools and we want some of these conversations to like proliferate through the United States. You may not even agree with a lot of these points. Yeah. But one of the baselines about what we're saying here, no matter who's listening, is that we all live in America. Yeah. The United States. Yeah, there's Canada, there's Mexico, whatever. They have different laws, they have different political systems, yeah. and they have a different history. They have a different, yeah, far different history. We have to be together here the best that we can. I'm not talking about kumbaya. But I'm talking about you do need to tolerate your countrymen. And that doesn't mean not talking some shit, all right? Yeah, exactly. All that sensitive crap where somebody's just saying something to you, fuck all that. If somebody's hurting you or they're denying you opportunities to further yourself and your nation, then that's a problem. And that's another issue where people have confused racism and verbal attacks right. with oh, you're racist. with <laughs> actual things that can happen to you when people really are getting it's a problem. Right. It's now only in the year 2018 and to, towards the future will black people actually have the capability of being racist. Yes. Based by the definition of what racism is. Right. You know what I mean? Like prior to that, no black person could ever be racist because all they could do is just say something to you. You could just cut them off. Turn the TV off, turn off social media, delete it, block them. That's not racism. Racism is something you can't escape. Everywhere you go, this shit is rearing its ugly head. And that's something that some white people don't, even when it's white people that don't understand white privilege, and they go, oh, what the fuck's white privilege? I'm poor. It's like, no, we're not saying that you don't struggle. We're saying that part of your struggle has never been your skin color. 
It's that simple. I've you're struggling because you probably don't have something that granted other people that 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 did you know that were like you didn't have and they were able to live and now you can't live because you don't have it and those jobs are not there anymore. What we're saying is that we struggle sometimes when we got everything they need except the skin color and they go, yeah, sorry, you're great, Mike, but uh, you just don't fit the culture. And I've heard that. I've heard it. You know what I mean? And they've had security support me out, which I didn't really give a fuck. I use those motherfuckers like security. Open the door, goddamn it. Hit the elevator button. I felt, I kind of felt good because I was walking out with them in front of me. Yeah, like, escort. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I used it. Like, I milked it all the way out, although I know what it was really for, but... Like I'm good at that. I'm good at it. when they went to um, ice me for the uh, after the deal I closed with ADP. After I collected some of my commission there, they actually sent the black guy to go get my computer. Yeah, the African. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in the middle of the conversation. I'm looking at him, looking at the Jewish dude. I'm looking at the Jewish chick HR. Mm -hmm. She's crying, and I look through the window right behind both of them, and I see black dude walking by to go get the laptop. Yeah. Over here like, you dumbass, I've been emailing my stuff shit for months. <laughs> like, as soon as I got here, I looked through all your files. Oh, yeah, it's like, oh, like, oh you know. man. But uh, we're part of the intelligent people that when you leave shit open and we notice that no one even came to check in on that, we email it to ourselves. Why did you keep telling me as a kid that knowledge is power? Right. Exactly. Any, anytime I get a little piece of it, I'm going right. to store that shit for later. They beat that shit into our head and we really listen to that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely remember always saying, knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And I always, like, I can remember being in places where people were throwing out books, and I'm like, no, 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 let me get those. That's money. And people would be looking at me like, money. I'm like, yeah. I'm learning how other people, money is nothing but languages. And you make money based on how many languages you can speak. And when people hear languages, they think English, Chinese, Spanish. And it's like, no. It just means the, just the, the terms you use in the market. Right? If I say a demising wall, and a quarter of an inch off your demising wall to start your wall starter kit. You don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And that's why I make what I make to do that. Really all I said is, yo, the wall right there that don't hold up the, the ceiling, the part that's off the ceiling, that's because that's demising. I need you to measure a quarter inch from that so that we can build out what you need. That's all I really just said. Just 20, you know, point 0.25, take your tape measurement, a little quarter mark from where, from from the top, not from the bottom because the floor is always going to be like this. I run into that when people ask me, and they I'm about to do work for them, um, in regards to any of their IT systems, any of their business systems, and they ask me what's about to happen, right. and I go to explain it to them, and they just blank out in my face, and I'm kind of looking at them explaining, and I'm like, why did you even ask me what I'm going to do? Because you don't know any fucking thing about what I'm going to do. So I guess they just wanted to make sure they're paying the right guy, because right. they're like, good. Do I understand anything he's saying? Nope, he speaks the different language. He speaks right. a different language. Great. Here's your fifteen hundred for the day, right. buddy. Because if you say, to make it simple for people, is they like, don't even know what to, how to ask you right. if you're done. They just peek their head around the corner. corner like, right. How's everything going? going? Right. How's it going? <laughs> everything okay? You know what I mean? Like it's the same way to, to make it simpler. It's just like if you paid somebody to learn Spanish. Yeah. And you said, who you? Well, who who you going? Who am I paying to learn Spanish? And you're like, oh boy, right there. Like he ain't Spanish, and then all he do is speak Spanish to you, and you he curse you out Spanish. You're like. Oh, I, yeah, bet. He knows Spanish. Like, cool. You know what I mean? So what word are we going to learn first? C. C. Bet. Like, you know what I mean? It's the same shit. It's just people don't understand that your money is equivalent to your language, and your languages are equivalent to your network. And then having money is a requirement to be good in your civilization. Yeah. You know if you, I mean? and now, that's something that bothers people, too. You need to have money to be the best person you, you can be. be. Yeah. And a lot of people, 
I have a friend, one of my boys, he's like that. Like, he doesn't like the concept of money because he hasn't mastered it yet. He doesn't understand it yet. So he feels very strongly about not needing money and that the most problems in relationships and society as a whole is because we worship or we fight for this money thing. And what I try to tell him is it's actually the opposite way. Yeah. You know what I mean? You were like, fighting before money existed. We were, exactly. It was worse when we didn't have money. Because if you made shoes and I made houses, I'm going to get a whole lot of shoes before you get this crib. <laughs> you going to be pissed. <laughs> you know what I mean? You going to be pissed. So if money was the solution to kind of balance things out. What we did know was that everybody ain't going to be able to get money, but everybody can get money. And that's where people get lost. Everybody can get it, but everybody ain't going to get it. Because some of you aren't going to be disciplined enough to follow through. Mm-hmm. And that's just natural. You're just not going to be disciplined enough. That's why most people aren't rich. Not that they're not, not going to make a million dollars in their lifetime. Not that they're, gonna, they're not going to push to get, you know, chunks of money. It's that, that they're not going to stay disciplined enough to keep going. Yeah. Most people don't want to be rich. They just want to get paid. I also think they don't have enough love for themselves or their, or their country. They don't. Most people don't. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of the times you hear people... And it's a, like a common thing in the black community where people say, humble, humble, humble yourself, humble this, humble that, humble beginnings, humble, humble, humble. And humble to me just means that's because you used to losing. Yeah, you used to losing, buddy. Winners don't be humble. Muhammad Ali was not humble. Floyd Mayweather, not humble. humble. Lawrence Taylor, not humble. The British, Jackson, not humble. The British, not Who humble. dares wins? Right. You know what I Who mean? Who dares wins? Right. I, I dare you to jump I off that cliff, bro. Right. Exactly. I dare you pull out that right. strap. All right. Exactly. So... For me, when I hear people say that, be humble, be all, because the same people you see on the way up, it's the same people you see on the way down. It's like, that has nothing to do with humble. That just has common courtesy. You know yeah, what I mean? Different. Like, I can be confident and have common courtesy. Right. You know what I mean? I don't have to shit on you because I'm winning. You know what I mean? I can bring you with me. Unless we're in competition, I'm shitting on then you to break your concentration. You. Right. And on the way down, I don't expect for you to help me because we're in competition. Yeah. It's all right. Like, I don't, I don't expect that. You know what I mean? But that mindset is set from someone who's been losing for so long that... That's how they feel, right? It's like the suck-ass team that loses the game and shakes, still shakes your hands. You know what I mean? When you see winning teams get ass, all of a sudden they get a lot of fines. Yeah. Because they're not used to losing. They're fighting. They're cursing each other out. They're always in the news because they're, yeah. oh, they're tripping. Because that's not, they're not used to that. And they're shaking that shit. Teams that are used to losing, they still shake your hand at the end of the game. They yeah. talk to you at halftime. Hey, so how's it going? How's your kids? You're like, y'all been losing for the last 20 years. Fuck my kids. You need to figure out how you're going to get on a winning streak. This shit is pathetic. You know what I mean? But those are people who are, I noticed that. You know what I mean? And it's like, I never understood the humble thing because I didn't have any family members that preached that to us. They preached, go hard, do you. Fuck everybody else. Fuck somebody else's opinion. Fuck what other people think. But at the same time, know that you are just like them. So take this with a grain of salt. Because that's what people do, right? Everybody yeah, goes, you see, now that you say that, my mom's never a humble person. Nope. And then my father, I swear to God, if you put a fucking globe and anchor on a sack of fucking potatoes, this goddamn man will buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if that shit says Marine Corps on it, yeah. he rocking it. He rocking it, yep. He rocking it. And it's like, most people, even when they say, oh, I'm not like any, you know, you see that a lot. I'm not like anybody else. Or I'm different. Or I'm this. Or I'm that. No, you're not. You're just like everybody else. So am I. So yeah, you. so am I. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you don't have no fucking control. Shut up. You know what I mean? Do you eat when you get hungry? There you go. You don't have control. You know what I mean? Do you fall asleep on, without you be fighting it and you fall fall asleep? There you go. No control. If you, if you truly have control, you wouldn't fall asleep. Just like I try to get people to understand I was 
arguing with this one kid, and eventually I had to realize that he was only using 10% of his brain. So I had to tell him, like, okay. He was trying to tell this kid that, yeah, and you don't, you don't use 10% of our brain. I was like, no, we use 100% of our fucking brain. 10% of it, I think, is the conscious part that you're using to cognitively know things. He's like, well, how do you know that? I'm like, everything keeps me. I'm like, because you're alive. He's like, I'm like, I was like, you, do you want to know what it would be like if you use 12% of your brain? Breathe, 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 breathe your heart, beat your heart, beat your heart, beat your heart, breathe, 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 breathe. exhale. <sighs> like, <laughs> nigga, you drive yourself crazy if, you're, if 100% of your brain was conscious. You know what I mean? It'd be like, breathe, send blood here. Nerve, <laughs> shoot, don't, you know what I mean? Like, you Remember that injury from 12 years ago? Right. Right there. <laughs> like, you go crazy. You use 100% of your brain, 10% of it is probably the only conscious part of it that you need. You know what I mean? Like, if you made any other part of your brain conscious, it would drive you insane. You would be a madman. You'd probably kill yourself. You, you know, you would you take a screwdriver and just drill through your head to stop thinking about all this shit. That's why we don't know what's going to happen with that head transplant. We're still waiting to see. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's... You're about to connect the whole body to another body. Right, you know, right. the, the brain's going to be like, what the fuck is all this? Right. When it, when it, when it plugs in... Like, the bacteria whoa. ain't the same. Right. Nothing. Like, the shit, I don't even know what your brain gonna, knows. Yeah, it's like... I mean, they, they're I saying they, he they could, he could go into total insanity, yeah. and I'm like, we're just gonna watch him go insane because yeah, I know I want to know. This nigga go crazy, yeah, exactly. Like, you put your head on a new body and you go crazy, nigga. Your body, because now your body is making everything conscious. It has to be conscious. It has to make conscious decisions now. It has to relay things like, hey, what is this? That's like like pain. Pain is a conscious. That's why. It makes so it going back to this, our government is autonomous in the sense that it's supposed to kind of autonomously be working for us, right? Like that subconscious part of Party, our brain. Right, but we need exactly. to be the conscious part that goes, hey, don't smoke that cigarette. Right. Or maybe we're smoking too many cigarettes. Exactly. I probably shouldn't drink tomorrow. Every so often, the, the, the government, the, that part of the brain will become conscious and say, hey, pain right here, because we need you to mm -hmm. do something about that. And you go, oh, man. I got or you wasn't paying attention to the infection. Right. Exactly. That was growing. I got a nasty infection. I got it. So now your city gets a bunch of lead in their water. Yeah. Because you wasn't paying attention. You wasn't paying attention. Everybody up there was hard as shit in Michigan. Yeah, I'm from Michigan. Blah, blah, you doing Detroit, all... Detroit, How come you didn't bother to check to what? see what the fuck was about to happen to you? Exactly. All this gangster, all this pimping. Now you know why pimping thrives, because y'all niggas is retarded. And then the next part is you just start getting bottled water or regular Brita filters. So you, you've now lost, I mean, whatever lead you was drinking helped you lose whatever brain power you had. Right, right. So you're not going to get... Replaceable, not Brita filters. We're talking about reverse osmosis filters. Filters, yeah. 150 bucks a pop a person. I don't want to hear you don't have it. What do they call them glasses out there? Buffs. Yeah. That's their street term out there. You got some new buffs. That's when they rock, you know, like I guess Versace glasses, sunglasses, things like that. That's a big thing in their area of United States of America. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Pimp. Listen. They had it. The motherfuckers driving Cadillacs, driving wearing mink. Hey, they got enough money to take care of themselves. Right. They could take, take care, care of the community. Yourself. Right. It's like take care, take care of the people next to you. So another thing funny about that is that this concept of gentrification. So isn't gentrification exactly what you want to happen to a neighborhood? Right. You make make it better. More businesses, cleaner roads, more police, new housing. That's what you ultimately want. Better economy in the community. Jim Jones put up a video about people gentrifying his neighborhood. Yeah, he that. has money. Right. He has money do? now. He right. don't send his kids to the ghetto anymore. Right. Exactly. He puts up pictures with his kids proud that they no longer live in his shitty right. neighborhood. He, he lives grew in, up in white neighborhoods. But you go to Harlem and go, this is Harlem. Hall this is Harlem. Gentrifying it. Yeah. You and don't even want to be in that Harlem. And then you, so you got now, you got other black. I'm not blaming you. You never said you were a role model. Right. I'm yeah. not saying that you're a role model. Yeah, not by a long shot. Jim Jones never proclaimed it. He, he never He's said always that. said, look, I fucked up. 
Just don't fuck up like me. All I'm saying is that you have a lot more power than you think. Right. Because now with social media, you are you do have man. Right. It's not even just black kids. Now you affecting Everybody. white kids, right. little Asian kids, yeah. Native Americans are on their reserves, gang banging. Yeah. Why are you gang banging on a Native American reserve? Yeah. And yes, for anybody listening to the podcast, um, we are Well Street affiliated. We know of gangs like the Native Boys out of Wisconsin, so on and so forth. We don't really care because you lost your nation. Yeah. Who cares? You gang banging, you native. Shut up. That don't that don't prove. That's like yeah. Just ass back. stop. You need to help your people out and all. You need to combine with all natives all throughout the Americas and form a coalition to save everybody. Yeah, you did yeah, for real. You you just need to be native. So we also want to shout out people on the Reds. You know, stop eating them greasy ass tacos. Yeah. Start working out. Stop drinking yourselves to death. You ain't gang banging out there. Cut that shit out. All you natives who are racist against blacks, well, that's why the U.S. Army employed a lot of blacks and we cleared you all the fuck out the West. Yeah. Kiss ass. That's exactly what happened, too. Yeah. They'll hop you up. There you go. Another history lesson. You can go check it out. That's where that term Buffalo Soldier comes yeah. from. Buffalo Soldiers were actually very much so feared. And the Indians hated them. They actually, that's why they, they gave them the name Buffalo Soldier. You know what I mean? They they did not like that. They they that was not something revered. Bob Marley made you kind of chant that on, but you didn't know exactly what he was saying. With his part white ass. Right. You know what I mean? Like with his part white ass. Yeah, you know what I mean? Bob like, Marley. He's like, know. listen, Buffalo Soldier. Well, you know all that cool shit he said in the song. Go look up the history. And you'll see. It was an, it was it was it was Black Americans taking America from natives. Viciously too. Like viciously, like, like really viciously. Like, you saving could, white men. Yeah, you could read some of these stories, man. You'll be like, whoa. That's because, to be fair, there were Native American tribes holding African slaves. Yeah. And then you might go, okay, that was the past, guys. We appreciate the historical lessons. What about now? Well, they kicked the black Nate. They're called uh, Cherokee freedmen. There was a whole court case, 2010, 2011, about kicking these black people out of the tribe. Um, who they had traditionally been part of the tribe and taking their benefits and such and so forth away from them. So that's another part of American history. So we can really, we can work this out. That yeah. pipeline needs to be there. Fuck your land. Your land has been taken. You need yeah, to move into the city. You need to come with us. All that reservation shit, that shit over. Oh, I gotta keep nice my culture. Your culture's over. No yeah. one learns your shit overseas. Right. No one even learns it here. Your people don't even want it. Yeah, your people don't even... You're over here rapping. Right. There are a lot of cultures, though. Like Amish culture. Oh, yeah, they kept their shit on strength. But they're out in the middle of the wilderness, but they still got a connection to white people. They're German. Exactly. I was about to say that. (laughs) A lot of times they don't don't mention that. They're also... They're starting to get shit like solar panels. Yeah, exactly. They're not even that ass backwards in their thought. They're like, well, it's free energy and this tech, but it's not... Right. God. They're like, this is... This is a blessing. This is a good thing. They can see it. We saw Amish in Manhattan when I flew my good friend out. Um, Actually, a poor white man. He's a poor white guy. And uh, he was in the hood. He grew up in the hood. Blacks, Mexicans, Bloods, Crips, Lil Loco, MF-13, Filipino gangs, Asian boys, all that shit. You know, he grew up in the hood. But he a poor white guy. He said he wanted to have, you know, two little white babies. He did. And they live like white trash. And I'm trying to help him out in his life and be like, listen, man, you know, he, does, he hasn't had a bank account, hasn't had a full-time job. You know, he's, he's actually like a lot of white Americans who you would say voted for Trump. As a matter of fact, I know his little brother, who I also know very well, voted for Trump. 
If you want to know who I voted for, I did vote for Hillary. I don't necessarily like Hillary, but in my mind, I was like, she's an experienced stateswoman. I know she kills people. Yeah. And we get our first historical woman president. president. Yay, America. Pat on the back. I didn't even... Once, they, once Bernie got out of it, I didn't... I was pretty salty about that. Once Bernie was out, and I know Bernie was saying some crazy shit, but you know what? <laughs> Bernie's actually a hawk. Yeah. Bernie will keep killing people. Yeah. Bernie's totally a politician. Yeah. He fired that lady from his campaign when she talked about Israel. Yeah. That removed that was free speech. So yeah. he definitely went against free speech. Yeah. Well, I guess he didn't because she didn't get arrested. Right, but he just moved her out. He said he said it's free speech, but it's what game? It's consequences. There there is consequences with free speech. There just because you can say something doesn't mean that there aren't consequences that come with it. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of the times that's what happens again with social media, right? Our generation they say things, they pro proclamate things, and then when people challenge that, like I had one person... Uh, Permit Patty. Right. Exactly. All these white people getting exposed. Exactly. When they are apologizing, I'm sure they actually are genuinely apologizing. It might be me because they're getting caught now. No, right. they're, they're... Like, no, this is... They're apologizing because they really didn't understand how the it's world has changed. It's a disconnect. You right. know what I mean? They've had it a certain way. The world has changed around them and they haven't really seen it. It's older people. And they have never really experienced black culture or any other culture for that. Matter. Yeah, a lot of them have. So when they see it, they're going, "What's going on?" Like the girl, the lady. It was funny. The lady who called the cops on the guy because he had his socks on in the pool. Oh yeah. She's like, "You got to take your socks off." And he's like, "No, I don't. I don't want my feet to touch the. It's algae, it's fungus at the bottom of this pool. I'm not putting my feet on the bottom of the pool. I'm keeping my socks on." She's like, "Well, you can't do that. Who's going to stop me?" Nine one one. That's how she felt. You know what I mean? Now again. She, that was a cultural disconnect. Yeah. Most black people wear water shoes when they go to the water park. They don't, you don't see barefoot black people at That's six why flags, white people be getting bacterial diseases right. jumping in the like damn lakes. Shit like that. Yeah, right. we ain't playing that. We don't do shit. These are, this is from the same people who don't wear lotion. Because right. they think they white and they don't need to. We know you're ashy. Yeah. That's why you be looking old as yeah. shit. Exactly. Put on lotion. Put lotion on. What's the fuck wrong with y'all? fucking crashes. Shit. But. Looking like Skeletor. Yeah. It's, it's part of just cultural disconnects and the more you go through it the better off we'll, we'll get you know what i mean we'll see that's why white guys turn around and be like what are you talking about i'm not racist fucking right. morgan freeman my favorite actor right yeah jack's yeah. my favorite basketball player yeah my damn neighbor's black yeah you're like that you, even more racist you're like jesus and his neighbors over there watching like shut up bro. yeah shut, shut up bro yeah, shut up and he comes home and drinking a beer they're like yeah so i saw you on tv he's like yeah man like, you know i'm not racist bro and your black friends looking at him kind of like yeah you are a little racist yeah exactly because and again, it comes from being having free speech and not understanding yeah. that there are consequences to what you said. Exactly. You know what I mean? I had a girl tell me that where she was upset that she said something and she was like, you know, it's not funny. She's like, when you joke about people's culture and you joke about people's something, it's not funny. And, you, you know, and I'm like, no, comedy is relative, right? Some shit is funny. Sometimes you just have to lighten up, right? But you can't tell me to lighten up. And then I was like, well, granted... If you're the butt of the joke, no one thinks it's funny who's the butt of the joke. But you can't ask the butt of the joke if it's funny. If the majority of the people around you are laughing, hey, as much as it hurts your fucking feelings, it's funny. But she gets upset with me. She's like, if someone said your fucking father should die, do you think that's funny? I'm like, to go ahead and tell my dad that. Right. I'm like, if you say it in a certain way, it might be. It might be fucking funny to me. You know what I mean? It might not be funny to me, but it might be funny to 90 other people that are standing around me based right. on how you said it, right? So she, she, what she did was she proved my point by being upset. She, she ultimately just said what I told her. The butt of the joke is never going to get it. So when you, what you're saying about 
<laughs> if someone said my father would die, it's like, well, nope. I'm the butt of the joke. Why would I think it's funny? But I'm sure if you said it in a certain way, everybody around me might laugh and go, ah, you're not your feelings, nigga. You mad or you big mad? That's where that comes from. You mad or you big mad? You know what I mean? But it comes, but a lot of that, and, and I, you know, I didn't falter. I knew that her ability to be upset by this 